episode 428. Thank you all for listening to episode 427. Let them in. I am Bray Lamarck here with my co-host. Barrington Cub, the third. Nice. What happened to Junior? Can't tell you it's a secret. Oh, I thought we were friends. Well, I can't tell you on air it's a secret. Oh, okay. I'll take it off. The um and I don't know where Parrot is. Cody's working, but <laughs> probably writing somebody up again. So who knows when we'll see him and uh oh, we know we know when we'll hear the forklift backing up, but he'll be on. Beep, beep, beep. So and hopefully Dub should be back in a couple of weeks. I know that he's got um they got this week. This week's the end of the regular season. I don't know if they're going to make the playoff. I was going to ask if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Yeah, much I was just going to text Dub. Dub, y'all making the playoffs? So we'll see what he says. They might because they'd be if they win this week. They're seven and three, but I think they're playing. Who are they playing? Eastwood. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, seven and three would be playoffs for sure. Well, we know that. Uh, our alma mater is uh, going to be making the playoffs. They're eight and one right now. Got Springfield this week. Should finish nine and one, which means they'll have a home playoff game, which also means that that would be next Friday, which also means I think I can go next Friday. I think I can. It's the following Friday. I think I'd be out. Oh no, November fourth. Eh, maybe I could be there. Oh no, I have to think about it. But if Anthony Wayne starts rolling, and you, you never know, they might. You know, they're they're D two, so you got your. If they win, last several years they made the playoffs. They always run into the fact that they can't win the game to get to Central. So let's see if they can do that. Let's see, let's see if they have a bracket or something. Well, they're going to be high up there in the two, but I'm not sure. But while you're looking for that. I'll thank some people. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention over the line podcast. He is going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall Squatting Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Nice. Thank you to... Sparty Steve, one of the biggest financial supporters of the show. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself to amazon.com and get Connell's book. Dating sucks, but you don't. We don't care how you get it. Hardback, paper copy, audible, audiobook, braille, doesn't matter. Just buy it. And also, in the meantime, make sure you get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. God, you son of a bitch. You got me good on that one. Yeah, I like it. Um, so we haven't, it's been a couple of weeks since it's just been me and you doing a show. So we can keep this rolling. We'll see if Cody's going to join. Um, he's at work, we assume. I don't know, but but let's talk about a few things this week. So it's Thursday when you're listening to this. Right now, the Yankees are on. Well, it's, uh, let's just go into baseball first. So the, this switched up a little bit. So right now, um, I know the, it, it was why, and you're going to have to give me some context here. Um, I know in game three, I, I fell asleep 
and it was five to three, you know, in the ninth. And then I woke up, you know, in the middle of the night and I saw the Yankees lost six to three or six, five, three gave up three runs in the, in the ninth. The, so they went down two one in the series, went to stayed in Cleveland, won the next game. And then of course won in New York. Um, but so I know I saw Naylor's home run when he was rocking the baby and Glaber gave it back to him when they closed out the series. What is with the rocking the baby with him? Is that a thing he always, I don't know nothing about him. Yeah. I mean, he, so this is what everyone freaked out about because I mean, he's done that celebration multiple times. Um, but he celebrates on every Homer, just like every single guy in the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think it was him rocking the baby and then pretty much saying that Garrett Cole, I'm your dad. Go fuck yourself. I think that's yeah. and then, <laughs> that's what it was, which, and which then was the, hilarious. But I mean, it's, it was. But then the Yankees, after, fan, Yankees well, fans I mean, are brutal. They gave it back. Is, Who's your daddy? This is my thing, though, is after two bullshit bat flips that the Yankees batters did in game three. I mean, it's all give and take. That's exactly it is 100%. It. And just like, just like how they booed Miles Straw, even though he stood up for his guy because, you know, the dirty Yankees fans are being racist to Stephen Kwan earlier this year. He still got booed. I mean, that's just how it is. That's how it works. And, I mean, you got to a point where they booed Judge in this series. They they booed their fucking best player. What says I want to sign back with the Yankees more than getting booed? And then, obviously, they had their MVP chance, and he kissed his jersey yesterday, but we all know, uh, you know, Judas also kissed Jesus before he betrayed him as well, so... Um, it's going to be funny when Judge is a Met next year and doesn't move out of New York, but isn't a Yankee because of that. We'll see. He says, he goes, shouldn't have fucking booed me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all that, that's all that it was. It was nothing. Even, um, I mean, Cole made a comment about it. He goes, yeah, whatever. It's cute. But when they asked Naylor about it, he goes, I do this. I celebrate on every home run. I go, there's, it's nothing personal. It's nothing, anything. Stanton hit one. No, he hit it off the wall, but fucking he stopped at third. Damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's baseball. It's going to be like that. The same exact shit's going to happen here in this series. It'll be literally the same exact thing. Um, there'll be yeah. celebrations. There'll be everything. And these guys are the rivals in the AL at this well, point. When Houston gets back to New York, it'll be cheating stuff. I mean, we already know what it is. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's just how they do, and – and uh, but but let's talk about the other side. So now with the expanded, you know, playoffs, when you get two play playoffs, when playoffs. you get a couple wild card teams in there, you get three wild card teams. Uh, two of the wild card teams are in the NLCS, the Phillies and the San Diego Dads. And the San Diego Dads won today eight to five, so they're up one zero. I'm I'm pulling for them, man, because them one one Phillies won yesterday two. Oh, did they do nothing yesterday? Yep. So it's one. Oh shit! I didn't realize they played yesterday. The yep. um. So good. I'm glad you're. I was so focused on the Yankees Guardians game. The um. The so they're one one. Thank you, Bear. And um. But yeah, either way, I'm I'm okay with either one of them winning. Uh, I'm pulling for the San Diego Dads because they haven't been there in a long, long time. I think the last time they were there, they lost to the the Yankees, right? 2009? Yeah. No, 2009 was somebody – no, they haven't been there since like the 90s. I think the Phillies won, though, and – you talking about the Padres or the Phillies? Yeah, the San Diego Dads. Oh. Um, oof. I think it was – I think they lost to the Yankees. Uh, 99, 98, 99? Let's see. 96 was the Braves, right? So, yeah, here, let's get this here. So, 97. 90, oh, no, no, sorry. 95 was the Braves. 96 was a um, strike. 97 was the No, Mar- 94 was the strike. 94 was a strike. Was 95. 96, the Yankees. 
Because they didn't win in 97. They won in 98, 99, and 2000. Yeah, the Indians were 95, 97 when they lost. Okay, Correct. So, so the Indians went in 97 and lost to the Marlins. And then um, that's... The 98, whoops. 99 was the Yankees. Yankees, correct, in 2000. So two, 96, they beat the Braves. Uh, 2000, they beat the Mets. So I think 98 or 99, they beat... Um, the the San Diego dads, so as we like to call them, the dads. Um, yeah, I'm pulling the list up right now because I, I I feel like it was the the Padres were there one year. Um, yes, it was '98. So the Yankees beat the Padres in '98. Uh, four game, they swept them, and then they beat the Braves again in '99, and then the Mets, and then the D-backs beat the Yankees. So the Yankees went five out of six years. And then the Angels beat the or yeah, Angels beat the Giants, and then the Marlins beat the Yankees, and then the Yankees didn't go back until two thousand nine when they they won the World Series against the Phillies. So the Phillies were defending champs, and that's when the Yankees beat them. So, you know, it's it's uh, been a while for the the San Diego Padres and the Phillies. I don't know when's the last time they were there. Was it two thousand nine against the Yankees? Probably was. No, because they won a World Series in the they won. 2012, maybe something like that. So we had, so we had Phillies, Yankees, Giants, Cards, Giants, Red Sox, Giants, Royals, Cubs, Astros, Red Sox, Nationals, Dodgers, Braves. So 2009 was the last time they went. So they must have won in 2007 and 2008. Yeah, they did. They won in 08. They won so in 08. Back to back years. Okay. Yep, they beat the the Rays in 08. Yeah, and it's uh pretty interesting the but the big thing is here the dodgers are out the braves are out 200 win teams uh both out um the only 100 win team left is the astros and they're what did they win 106 something like that i think so yes they won quite a few this year they did pretty well so we'll see what happens um got a lot of time verlander's just throwing throwing strikes here but um yeah, so it should be interesting. A lot of baseball left by next week. We'll know who the World Series is going to be. Well, we should know who the World Series is going to be by the next week that we're doing this show because uh, they're playing. I mean, they're playing all the time. Uh, they, they got. I know the Yankees got tonight and tomorrow in Houston, and then they're off on Friday, and then I think it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all three in a row at Yankee Stadium, and then another day off, and then two in uh, if, if it goes that far, of course, if necessary. Uh, rains. Yeah, it's raining a lot in New York. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Padres, Phillies, uh, just good to see two teams there that nobody expected to be there because they all thought it was going to be the Dodgers going to be up there and the Braves. Hell, the Mets. I mean, that was the other one that the people thought were going to be there. Because who have the Padres gone through this this playoffs? They've The Phillies it beat, is. what, the Cards? Yes. They beat the Cards and then the Braves. The Padres beat the Mets and the Dodgers. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Two two tough series, and they've handed it pretty good. And they're doing this without Tatis. That's the biggest thing that is kind of mind-blowing to me. Yeah, with his uh, steroids. Yeah. Or whatever he got busted with. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's how good this team could be, which is crazy. But they did get some pieces. Um, They got some pieces at the deadline, and – they're starting to come together now, and they're a scary team. But so are the Phillies' bats, man. And if, like you said, the Phillies 
the Phillies can pitch you. Um, they pitch you hard and they pitch you fast. Not a lot of movement, a lot of fastballs, a lot of big pitcher. Wheeler, Nola, just some good arms over there. So it'll be an interesting NLCS, that's for sure. And then Carpenter, Carpenter's over here pitching. It was an absolute strike. Beautiful changeup for a strike. So he's bitching for no reason. Got a classy <sighs> stash, though. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Bringing out that, uh, what would that be? That'd be old school Don Mattingly. Excuse me. So um, let's talk about, so we got enough baseball in there. Let's talk about, uh, let's go into NASCAR, man. Let's just jump right back into NASCAR. Let me share the screen here. NASCAR, how about that race last week? That was the best the podcast has ever done for us five picking. Yeah, top five for everybody. Two wins. Um, Logano ended up winning the race. Um, And me and Parrot both had him. Dub had uh, his buddy, Kyle, uh, sorry, not Kyle, Lark, <laughs> Kyle Bush, excuse me, um, Douche McDoucherson, who got a three. You had Hamlin, who finished worse, who got a five. And uh, we picked the gambler, <laughs> Ross Chastain, for Cody, and we got him a two. Um, I should have took Ross Chastain. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty good race last week. Um, Larson and Bubba got into it. Bubba pushed Larson, so Bubba suspended this week. Um, will not be racing at Homestead, Miami. Um, but Logano, again, with his win, gets him in. So he is locked in racing. He will be racing for a championship in Phoenix no matter what. Um, so he's in. So right now you have Ross Chastain in second with eight, up 18 points. Chase in third, up 17 points. Hamlin up six points right now in fourth, taking that last championship spot. Then you have William Byron in fifth with uh, he's only six behind Briscoe, nine points behind in six Blaney, 11 points behind in seventh and Chris Bell, 23 points behind in eighth. Unfortunately got taken out by the whole bubble Wallace and Kyle Larson fiasco. Um, that's a shame. Yeah, what happened there? Like I, I started reading about it and, but I didn't so, kind of catch what yeah. happened. So um, Larson and they were, they're, they're racing like three, four, like they were, I mean, they were there. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like they were 19th, 20th. So they were passing lap traffic and Larson came up on the track, didn't give him much room and squeezed him. Um, Bubba got into the wall a little bit and Larson came back down the track, realized what he did. Well, Bubba came back down with him and spun him out, took both of each other out, both out of the race. Bubba gets out of his car, pushes Larson against his car and starts pointing his face, throwing explosives, all that, blah, blah, blah. Then in his post-race interview, gets all pissy and says, I don't lift. That's not my thing. I don't care who's racing against me. I don't lift. <laughs> Um, and then kind of got into it with the interviewer who's just like, um, okay. Like, he's like, it's good. Why wouldn't you lift? Like, he's like, I don't lift. It's like, uh, okay, whatever. I mean, it was lap like 100 out of 288. <laughs> like, and shit, if you lose a half a spot because you lift because you don't wreck. Um, Idiot. Yeah, I don't lift. So now yeah. you're out of the race, dumbass. Yeah. And, and also suspended one thing. <laughs> Larson was straight up. He goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, it was a mistake on my part. I didn't give him a lot of space. I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident, um, but he retaliated. And he goes, once I saw him get out of the car, I knew what he was going to do because he's a hothead and that's what he does. It is what it is. I have no hard feelings. And Logano even threw, you know, Logano, who we're not big fans of was like, look, he's, he's that was not, not safe. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I should have sent you the, 
or I should have sent you guys the tweet. You would have, you and Dub would have appreciated it. Cody doesn't care. He doesn't like NASCAR, but someone tweeted and goes, um, and uh, Stuart Haas Racing has been uh, fined $100,000, and Kevin Harvick uh, docked 100 points for the uh, uh, Bubba, <laughs> the Bubba Larson wreck. And Harvick retweeted it and liked it because. <laughs> They got fucked last week with the whole Cole Custer thing that they weren't happy about. So it was that was pretty funny. I thought that was really good. That's good shit. That's such good shit. Such good shit. So going into Homestead this week, we got three races left on the docket. The Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead, Miami. Always was the uh, finishing race many, many moons ago, but not anymore. Thank God. Um, and I, what, uh, what am I going to buy? 16. I think you're up by 16, yes. If I remember correctly, because it was 12, you got me by four, so it should be 16. You're at 473. I am at 489, so 16. 16 it is. Um, and nobody can catch us. No. We are – it's me and you. It's a two-horse race. So I am going to go with a guy out of the playoffs this week. Actually. Oh, motherfucker. You're going to take my guy, aren't you? Yeah, I go with a guy that has two top fives here with Tyler Reddick this week. So we're on Tyler Reddick at Homestead. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, but look at it the good way. You can't lose spots this week. <laughs> but there's only two races left. Um, so I'll, uh, uh, I'll make this. See, here you go. Tyler Reddick. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> So I, I had it in here that I was going to go Tyler Reddick or Kyle Bush. Well, I can't take Kyle Bush because I've already taken Kyle Gary, Bush. Yep. Yep. So I have to do a little uh, strategic change here, which <sighs> I'm scared to do it because, oh, God, season's on the line. Uh, I want to take Reddick because he's just the guy. You know what? I don't give a shit. I can't take Reddick because you're taking him. I'm, I'm risking the season right here, buddy. So I'm going to put all, all my picks right through. I'm going Ross Chastain. And then this is all going to – it doesn't matter who I take. It's just going to depend on – since you've taken both these guys. So I'll just put my two picks here. Chaser Joey, Chaser Joey. <laughs> so we're going to see after this week who I go with because I don't know who it's going to be, but those are going to be my last two picks. Um, I wanted to take Reddick too, as you saw. Reddick maybe – um, but it, it, it's going to depend on this rate, how I go with Joey. Joey's already in the playoffs. If Chase is on the outside, I'm going to take Chase. But if, uh, and because Joey's Joey, Joey's a champion, Chase is a champion. You can't go wrong with either one. So the only thing going for me is you taking them both, but uh, you have not taken Ross Chastain. And if it comes down to it, and then Ross is in the playoffs and I, you pick Ross, I'm hoping Ross wins because this is a podcast. I don't give a shit. And we, we do this for fun and it's a fun little thing all year long, but I, I want somebody to win that hasn't won a title. I that's do. Kind of my, that's kind of my hope. Um, if he gets there, if he's in the final four, I think I would probably go Ross for Phoenix. Not which, which is great. If you listen to this podcast from two years ago, when I told bear Ross is a good driver, just give him a car. It just took a, took a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad because we all like yeah. Ross Chastain. Well, and I don't think it's just I don't think it's the car. I think it's he's more skilled. And now that everyone's on an even playing field, I think that you if, can see it. If they didn't go to the new generation cars, he wouldn't be as successful because he'd still have Rick and Gibbs dominating. Right. But now that everyone's on a more even playing field, you see the skill come out in some of these drivers like 
Ross Chastain, who won at Talladega. Oh, and mind you, won at a road course. So he's not a one-trick pony. He's not a, hey, I got lucky at Talladega guy. And his best tracks are mile-and-a-half tracks. Yeah. So, and that's what's that's what's good with him is last week he finished second at yeah. Vegas. Yeah, he's a good driver. He's he a, a really driver. good run. And, I mean, honestly, the only reason why he didn't win that race is because Logano had the best car. No one was catching Logano that. Nobody. He made – there was a pit stop with like eight – or was it eight? Eight laps left, I think. And Logano was leading, and he came in and dropped back to eighth because he he wanted new tires. And him taking new tires there won him that race because he – I mean, he already had the fastest car. He knew he just needed tires. He got tires. He blew by everybody. He had the lead on the next caution, which was in two laps after that. So, yeah, he knew what he was doing, um, and that's why he's a championship driver. He's won a championship, and he's going back to race for another one. Even though I'm not the biggest Logano fan, you can, you got to respect the dude. Can't deny the guy. You just have to. You just have to. Now, I don't want him to win because then I got to hear it from my buddy who I went to the uh, Michigan race with, who is a big Logano fan. Um, so I really hope he doesn't. I hope that Blaney pulls one out here in Miami or Martinsville and can get me to the championship. But um, but we'll see. Where are we at, by the way, on that? What's our we'll run that really fast? What's our update? What's that? Our championship drivers. Oh, yeah. I already, I already got it in right now. Um, three of us are out, and uh, it's Blaney or Chase Elliott. Ooh. So you were done. Um, three of my Cody, four guys Cody's are out. got Logano at two. That's look at that. Yeah, Logano at two, Hamlin at three. You've got Blaney one, Chase four, and Parrott's got Chase or uh, Denny four. And Dub still has uh, got three drivers. Dub's got three still in there. Very well, you know, we know Joey's not in there for anybody but Cody. And yeah. uh, so, you know, he's already in there. So we know he's in the final. So Cody's going to have him which is great. But, uh, you know, like we say, we don't give out uh, participation trophies. You got to have the championship driver, right? So, yep. And we're going to, you said, we're going to see. Martinsville is going to be very interesting next week, but I'm hoping that Blaney can pull and he still hasn't won a race all year. He's freaking due, man. He's due. He just is. I know he'll win when it matters. I hope, I hope he gets to the championship, right? Just based on points. Hope he gets there. And then I hope that the winner is like Tyler Reddick, who's out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and and uh, Blaney finishes second because he would get the title. That would be awesome. No wins, yeah. wins a title. Yeah, that'd be the big Kenseth move right there. And the crazy fucking thing would be he wouldn't even have made it if Kurt Busch was healthy. Yep, that is correct. That is the fucking wild thing right there. But, um, yeah, so we'll see how this goes this weekend. Two races after this weekend, you know, finishing up NASCAR, which – it's, it doesn't seem like a long season to us because we cover it every week, but it's hard to believe it's already over. You know, three yeah. weeks left, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't seem like it, but not surprising. Um, and also, we got we to gotta give a pick to Cody here. Um, and what is more Miami than Pitbull? So we got to go Daniel. Daniel Suarez. Yep, exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Since we went Chastain, we might as well do his teammate this week. Go Daniel Suarez for Cody. Yep. Um, that's, what was, that's exactly what I was going to say. What's more Miami than Pitbull? Uh, that's right. That's no, right. That's, well, our, our boy, as my dad would call him, Master Bader, is up to bat again. So we'll see what he can do. Um, the um, Real quick, we'll because we're going to do some NBA stuff, some NHL stuff. Um, uh, just to recap the NHL stuff that we put in, uh, Bear has Edmonton beating Carolina. Surprise, Columbus. 
Uh, Jake has Islanders over Colorado, Detroit surprise. I have Pittsburgh over Edmonton, Pittsburgh surprise, and Predators over Islanders for Nick. And then Calgary is the surprise. Um, Bear, I almost Calgary started three and zero too. I almost texted you the other day uh, when Malkin scored two goals uh, against um, Montreal. They ended up losing in overtime, so the Penguins are two zero and one. But I mean, like I said, those guys that that matter besides Crosby and Malkin got to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. Between the two of them, they've got five goals already. Gensel has two, who I told you is our other main guy, and then Brian Rust has two as well. So mm-hmm. he's the right winger. So we'll see. See what happens. So Crosby's doing what Crosby does, which is gets a lot of points. He has two goals, four assists. He's more of a uh, an assist guy. I mean, he's like your Gretzky, but like half of that. Bader struck out, so he gets you know, uh, like let's say for every ten goals, he has twenty assists or twenty five mm-hmm. assists. That's what he does, and um, and that's fine. You know, you get the points. That's what matters. So they're they're looking. I mean, granted, it's super early but they're three games in and they should be three and all but they're two oh and one so they got five points which is fine and i think your red wings are the same right two oh and one they're also two oh and one um probably should have lost to la in regulation but one of the craziest plays you'll ever see a minute and a half left and uh, they had an empty netter and got a breakaway la did four to three la they get a breakaway and the guy's kind of skating slow doesn't realize he's behind him larkin comes dives behind him with his stick knocks it out of the way, knocks the dude off balance. He loses the puck. He goes to shoot it in. Another guy blocks it. They come back down and score, make it 4-4, 30 seconds left. They lose in overtime. Who gives a shit? They still got a point. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. So I was like, okay, that's that's good for the year. I, I mean, it feels good. That's uh, what hustle does, man. That, that's we were, a, that the, we were at the home, opener on, have the home opener on Friday, too, and they won 3 nothing. Um, really good game. There was actually 0-0 through 2 they scored a goal with about uh, five minutes into the third and then scored two empty netters at the end of the game. But they played really well on Friday and they looked good. Um, they did just have a guy go into the NHL um, rehabilitation or whatever, that thing that helps players. Yep. Don't know what's going on with him, Jacob Verana. So uh, hopefully all is well with him, but he's going to be out for a little bit, it sounds like. So <clears throat> hopefully is all good there, but we'll see. So, but yeah, good, good start to the NHL season. And then uh, last night we had a couple of good games in the NBA. You had the Celtics and 76ers. That was 62-62 at the half. Like it was just, it was wild. I was like, well, this is going to be a lot of points. And then the Celtics came out and just dominated the third and uh, ended up winning the game. I think Brown and Tatum both had 35 last night. Both of them. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, they both had 35. And uh, I got to pull. And I know Harden had 35. He had 35 as well. And then I think Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon for the Celtics had 16. Grant Williams had 15. Marcus Smart had 14. Um, You know, we even had Blake Griffin. He only played eight minutes, but he had five boards in the eight minutes. It's a big deal for them because they always struggle on the boards. I mean, he was second on the team in boards. And (laughs) he was only in for eight minutes. But like my dad and I were talking, and you know, I was happy to get Blake Griffin um, when, because uh, who's the other the 
Gallinari. Yeah, they got him and he got hurt. So I'm like, oh, yeah. that struggles. So they got Blake Griffin to to help on the bench. And, uh, you know, he only played eight, but he did well. So we'll take it. Hopefully he starts playing a little bit more. And, um, you know, Horford did, did what he does. He played 23 minutes and had some rebounds. Had the same as Blake Griffin. Uh, but Tatum had 12 rebounds, four assists, 35 points. And then, you know, that's, that's Brown and Tatum's team. I mean, and the good thing is they're, they're, they're not like your old school Oklahoma city thunder where you got Harden, Westbrook, Durant, where it's hard to share. Those two don't give a shit. Who's the star of the night. And I mean, I think Brown knows that Tatum's the star of that team, but uh, Tatum doesn't like he, he'll, he'll lead the team, but he doesn't have to be the guy that's the, the main guy every night. So that's what's good about him. But yeah, they they came out. They won one twenty six, one seventeen, and then uh, the next game of the night was we watched the Warriors get their rings, and they came out and kicked the shit out of Lakers. So it's always nice to see. No, that's not saying much though. Lakers stink. No, but you know LeBron, who people forget, you know is still great. Thirty one ten and eight, or four, 31, 14 and eight. Almost triple double again. The guy's insane. And Westbrook, he had nineteen eleven and three. I mean he's doing what he needs to do, but like Anthony Davis had 27, but it's a three-man team. Beverly's all right, but that's literally it. Like, they got no bench. No. No. I mean, because they spent all their money on their starters, that's going to be the problem. Yep. Which we knew could happen, which Cody would would Mm -hmm. tell you all about if Cody was on the show right now, because he is not – he's a Lakers fan, but he's not a LeBron fan on the Lakers. So – that's what it is. Yeah, Beverly is. I mean, him and <laughs> him and Russ are going to get into it at some point this year. Oh yeah, you just you just know it's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit, but it's going to happen. Yep. So we got to do uh, we got to do some of our NBA picks. We haven't haven't talked about it. Said we talk about it uh, this week. We didn't do it last week. We did NHL. Now NBA started. We got a whole slate of games going on right now. Um, so. Cody will get his picks in later, pair it to, and then Nick doesn't do basketball, so that's fine. But uh, Bear, why don't you start with your surprise team first? Yeah, good, because this is this kind of a tough one this year, I think. Um, but my surprise team this year, my surprise team, I think um, – I, th- I don't know if it's going to be a surprise. I think finally the uh, – the Knickerbockers are finally going to make the playoffs this year since everyone has been so hyped on them the last how many years and they haven't done shit. So I, I think the Knicks are going to be a surprise team this year. I think they're going to be the A seed. Um, and I think they're gonna make the playoffs because I don't think a lot of people are picking them to make the playoffs. So I think the Knicks will be the eighth seed this year. So it's making my surprise. The, um, yeah, they, they could do it. They're getting beat up right now, but by 13, but the, you know, it's game one, so it doesn't really matter, but, um, you know, it, cause they expanded to what, 10 teams after COVID, right? Yep. Yep. Um, boy, I would love the Lakers to miss the playoffs again. That would be awesome. Um, you know, just looking at some of these teams and, Who's what the Knicks were? They were 11th last year. Yeah, they just missed it. Mm. I think they were there and they like lost eight of their last 10 to fall to the 11th seed or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say the Cavs because they have a whole different team. They were ninth, though. They made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I don't but know they're if you pretty- consider that a surprise. 
I mean, it would be if you're if you're having to lose in the NBA title game. But I mean, really, they're kind of projected everywhere between the fifth and the seventh seed. So not really much of a surprise. Um, but I mean, they're going to be good this year. I think they're going to give they're going to they're going to be that team that no one's going to want to see in the first round in the playoffs, I think. Yeah, because everybody's high on what the Clippers this year. I don't know why is is Kawhi playing. Is he finally playing? I mean, I've, I'm not even touching the Clippers until I see something out of them. You know what? I'm going to go, even though they made the playoffs, so yeah, the Clippers, they were, um, yeah, they, I don't know, everybody's high on the Clippers, but I'm going to go with the Pelicans. They made it last year, but they were 10 under 500. So I'm going to go with them to, you know, have a 10, you know, 20 game swing, 10 over 500. And they're going to make the playoffs. I think they get in there. They're going to be probably like a five or six. Um, but I think they turn around, have a 20-game swing, and uh, you're going to see them uh, in the playoffs. Maybe they'll get past first round. We'll see. I was going to say, as long as uh, as long as they have Zion through the year, I think that's I think that's a good pick. Yep. All right. Now, what about title? Um. So I'm going to. Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, because Golden State won last year, but I I think they got a good squad, but the whole Draymond thing is kind of, I don't know. I feel like it's not gonna end well at some point there. It's gonna be a distraction. I'm not set on the Clippers at all. Um man, that's tough. Cause I really like I really, really like the Grizzlies this year. I really do. Um, I like Moran. I think they're going to have a really good squad. So let's go out on a limb. Let's say that um, I'm going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies as my champ this year. Nice. Who are they beating? I think they're going to beat. Um, oh man. It's going to be the Bucks or Sixers, I have a feeling. Um, Kumpo is just better, so Bucks. So you and I had a similar thought. Um, I'm just reverse of you, Bucks over Grizzlies. I hope, I like I said, I like seeing different teams there, so it'd be nice if we got that, but I also would not be 100% shocked if we saw the fucking Warriors and Celtics or Warriors and, I mean, the Sixers aren't ever there, but Warriors and Sixers, something like that. Um, hey, if the Clippers make it great, I'm going to root for them. I just can't trust them because I haven't seen it. I just I can't pick them. I just can't do it. Just can't do it. And I would love to see them win a title. I think that would be great. I would root for the Clippers if they're if they're there and the Cavs aren't in it. I'd, I'd root for the Clippers this year, no doubt. I just I can't pick them because I you, know, you don't see it. The Grizzlies looked good last year, really good. And they got a couple more pieces that can help them out, so I think they can make it to the promise land this year. We know the Bucks can make it. They won two years ago. <clears throat> um. And give me uh, Grizzlies over Bucks in seven, please. Yeah, I'm going to also go seven. So it's going to depend on that seventh game, which one of us wins. The uh, Would you say now, would you say that, because remember, we always used to say the West is the dominant conference in the NBA. Would you say it's more equal now? I think it's inching more towards the East. What do you think? I think for playoff teams, it's the East. Um 
mean, because you're you got you're going to have the Celtics, you're going to have the 76ers, the Bucks, most likely the Nets if they stay healthy, the Cavs, the Heat, the Hawks should be good this year, Raptors, Bulls, um, maybe Knicks if they're there. Um, but the top six really from the Cavs up is pretty solid. And then you throw in the Hawks who can score and you throw in the Bulls who could be really good, then, you know, they're going to be, they're both going to be there. Um, in the West, again, I mean, we don't, I think your top six, Warriors, Clippers, if they're good, Grizz, Nuggets, maybe, Suns, Mavericks. Um, and then from there, you got the Pellies, the Wolves, the Lakers, the Kings, the Blazers are going to suck this year. The Jazz are going to suck this year. The Spurs are going to suck this year. The Rockets are going to suck this year. The Thunder are going to suck this year. I think along with the Magic, Pistons, Pacers, and Hornets as well. But um, I just, I don't know. I think I think it's shifting, shifted, shifting, where it's going to be more East-friendly this year. Yeah, it's looking that way. Um, all right, so now switching over to uh, footy ball. The – what a week. Uh, we did better than college than we did in the pros. So college, we'll start with college first. Uh, Parrot and I were both six and three. Bear five and four. Jeremy four and five. Cody, no picks. And Dub, three and six. So pretty interesting. Yep. Few, uh, I mean, few good games, right? We kind of knew Georgia well. Obviously, two people didn't know Georgia. Um, but, yeah, Georgia blew out Vandy 55-0. Um, Tennessee beat Florida. You know, we we picked Bama because Bryce Young started. That was our thing. If he didn't start, we were taking Tennessee. Tennessee wins by three. Really good game. Great game. Um, good for the Tennessee fans. They haven't beat Alabama in 16 years. <laughs> they were due. Um, and then they took the goalpost and threw it. Threw in the river. Which is Awesome. Good for Tennessee. Happy to see them. What a what a celebration, by the way, yeah. that whole thing. And a Bama wide receiver punched a chick and he got arrested. So that was just awesome. I didn't know that. Just happened today. Um, yeah, came out. Um, he got arrested today. Everything came out. So he's probably going to be either. I mean, it's not he's not going to go to jail, but um, he's definitely not going to be on the team or he'll be suspended for a certain amount of time. Um, so that's kind of something to watch for. So we'll see. Uh, Clemson beat Florida State by seven, I think. Um, Michigan blew out Penn State. Penn State was up 17-16 in the third quarter and lost 41-17. to um, Yeah, they, they ran all over them in that second half. Penn State couldn't stop a leak. And Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards ran all over them. So Michigan rolls on. Um, Utah beat USC, but we covered because they only won by one. They scored late with uh, 18 seconds left, went for two, got it. So Utah wins 43 to 42. Oklahoma State, we won, but they lost to TCU by three, 43-40 in overtime. Um, Ole Miss, or they did beat Auburn, but they beat them by 14. So oh, the old 14 and a half got us there. Um, not Dub, Dub got Auburn. Michigan State plus seven and a half, never a doubt, but they ended up winning outright in overtime. As I called, they had to win eventually, so I got them. I play in a separate Big Ten, pick them through work, and I was the only person who took Michigan State this week, so got me some extra points. Good man. And then Notre Dame does what Notre Dame does. And, and loses to Stanford. 
16 to 10 and embarrasses the entire independency like they do like no other. So just, just fantastic. So this week in college football, lovely college football, we have Georgia this week, idle. They play Tennessee next week. So good week for Georgia to go on a bye. And the winner, the winner's going to be the representative in the SEC championship. Yes, they will on in the East, right? I think they're, Mm -hmm. yeah, they will be in the East. Um, So number two, Ohio state minus 29 point favorites over Iowa at home. Um, Ohio state's going to win this game. No doubt. They're going to cover. I could see them winning like 36 to three or something. I, I think that they're going to, I think they're going to be a little bit competitive for a little bit, but uh, they brought some stuff up about how they still feel about Iowa um, after the 2017 game where they beat the shit out of them in Kinnick. So I think there's going to be a little bit of bad blood here this week. Um, Tennessee is at home after a big win over Alabama. Yeah, I'll take the Buckeyes too. Oh, yeah. Well, you sorry. (laughs) You shouldn't have put your picks in already. It confuses me. All right, here, sorry. Nope, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't, don't, don't do it. Um, so, yeah, uh, ten, <laughs> correct, <laughs> the box. Um, Tennessee uh, didn't have a line, so we, we put up the minus 50 over UT Martin. Um, I'm taking UT Martin here. I think after a big win, Tennessee's going to let off. They're going to win like 42 to 10 or something like that. So I'm going to go UT Martin here to cover, but Tennessee's going to beat them. Number four, Michigan is idle. Oh, I'll take Tennessee. Ah, that's right. <laughs> so I'll take Tennessee. Uh, they put a 52 spot on Alabama. So I think they, they put over 50 on UT Martin, like 55 to three. Okay. Okay. Um, Michigan, number four, Michigan, idle this week. Uh, and by the way, Tennessee jumped Michigan for all those who didn't just quite get that uh, for they beat Bama. So number five, Clemson, minus 13 and a half at home versus I'll take Clemson. Syracuse, <laughs> six and oh. Who do, you, who do you have in this one, Gray? Clemson, 14. They're going to win by 14. Um, I'm going the other way. I'm going to go Syracuse. I think they're going to keep it close, maybe take it to overtime. I think Clemson is going to win, but uh, Syracuse is going to cover. Number six now, Alabama, um, minus 21 at home versus number 24, Mississippi State, who they've struggled with in the past. Um, and, and Mississippi State just had a freshman die, I think, a freshman football player die. Um, and along with the Alabama receiver, probably not going to play because of that. I'm gonna, I think Mississippi State's going to keep this close. So I'll go with the Bulldogs this week. Um, to give them a scare. I think Alabama is going to win, but I think it's going to, it's going to be a scare. Nick Saban's going to do what Nick Saban does, which is get his team fired up uh, after getting, taking the L dropping to six. I think he comes out, they win by probably 24 to 30. And they got a tough run here coming up. I think they play at LSU and then at Ole Miss or that's going to be the game right there. So the winner of that, if Ole Miss keeps winning, that's going to be the game to represent the West and Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, former coach with uh, Nick Saban. That'll be good. That's, down in Ole Miss. Yep. And Bama can't afford another loss or they're out of the playoff. They, they just can't. I mean, it's not going to happen because you're not going to, even if, even if Tennessee loses to Georgia and Alabama goes to the SEC title game and loses to Georgia, Tennessee should, will be in over Alabama. It should be. 
if Tennessee only has one loss, pending they only have one loss, and Bama runs the tail and goes to the title game, if you need that four spot. Now, I don't think they will because I think you're going to have your Big Ten representative. Um, and I think, I think pending Pac-12, they should. If you have um, USC versus a one-loss Oregon, a one-loss UCLA, I mean, that team should go. Um, with a Big Ten representative, obviously. And then, what, what about if Ohio State and Michigan both run the table and they have a close game? Think we can get two in the Big Ten in there? I don't think so. And the only reason everyone, a lot of people are saying that, I just don't think so because one of them isn't going to make the Big Ten title game. That's the problem. That's the issue. Now, if, let's say, um, Ohio State beats Michigan, and Michigan only has one loss. It's close at Ohio Stadium. They lose by three points. Uh, Ohio State loses to whomever in the Big Ten title game. Now, who knows what you do, right? Anything can happen. Uh, there's just there's a lot that could be out there and go around with that for who's going to be in these spots. So it'll be interesting as we get there, but we still got a lot of football left to play. Um, and, I mean, right now, if, if TCU runs the table – and wins the Big 12, they're going to go to the playoff. I mean, they'll be undefeated, So, but they got to run the table. That's my opinion, but we'll see. Um, there's a good chance that they'll lose at some point in there. So I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy uh, playoff as we get here, but uh, we'll see as we get there. So number seven, Ole Miss at LSU, and they are a one-and-a-half point underdog. Ole Miss, straight up going Ole Miss too. I think Ole Miss wins. I mean, LSU hasn't played anyone, and when they have played people, they've lost. So I think Ole Miss wins this game. Um, Number eight, TCU is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home versus number 17, Kansas State, who loves, loves, loves to upset teams in this spot. This is like the ultimate Kansas State upset spot. But I'm not going there. Going TCU this week. I think they went out right. Yeah, and I feel the same way. If this game was at K-State, I'd go the other way, but it's not. Give me TCU. Two cover. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Then we got number nine. Number nine, UCLA, plus six at number 10, Oregon. So we got a 9-10 game this week. Going to be a good one. Um, Who are you taking this week? I'm taking, uh, you know, I know UCLA is getting six points, but – I'm just not. Uh, I'm just not buying UCLA. I, I, I really not. And I think Oregon. It's at Oregon. I've been to that stadium. Yeah, UCLA beat what? They beat Utah, who just beat USC. You could play this whole thing all day long. UCLA is coming off a bye. That's another big, big thing there for them. But they've beat what? They beat Bowling Green. I'm looking at their schedule now. Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama, Colorado, Washington by eight, and then Utah. Utah's their best win. And they went into the bye feeling good. I know Oregon does have a loss. They beat BYU. They beat Stanford. They beat Arizona. Beat Washington State. They lost to Georgia. Got smoked in week one. But they've climbed back to 10. I think they win here and uh, show us who UCLA really is. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I do think they win. But, again, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be an overtime game. So I could see this pushing – but I'm going to take UCLA. Um, I, I'm going to say it's going to be like 43-40, 43-37, something like that. Um, so I'm going I'm going to go Ukla. And Chip Kelly, I trust, which is 
just god awful scary. Um, so yep. Michigan State is idle this week, and we had a few other idols and everything coming else. back next week against Michigan. So what we do is add in somebody, and it's another it's another alma mater. Um, so we're going to go with the Rockets this week. They're playing at Buffalo, and they are seven point favorites. Yeah, uh, fuck Buffalo, unless it's the Bills, not the Bulls. The Bills, we need the Bills. So, yeah, go Rockets. Yeah, I mean, I like the way that Finn plays. He's a good quarterback. Um, Buffalo has won four in a row after losing the first three. They lost to Maryland. They lost to Holy Cross. Yikes. And they lost to Coastal Carolina, um, but ended up beating Eastern Michigan, beat Miami of Ohio, beat Bowling Green, and beat UMass. It should be a good game. Toledo really got off to a rough start against Kent State this last weekend, but ended up coming back and blowing them out, which was great. Yeah, well, didn't you say it was 21 nothing? It was 21 nothing within the first eight minutes of that game, Kent State. And it was tied 28-28 halftime. Yeah, and so Toledo, Toledo 52-31, I think. So Toledo's what five and two? Yep. Five lost and to San Diego State by three and then got blown out by the Buckeyes. But uh they've won the the last three games they've won all in the Mac. They've won by 21, 20, and 21. So with things going the way they should, they're gonna win by 20. Yeah, and I mean this is a big game because both Toledo and Buffalo are three and O in the Mac on both sides. So they're leading both their respective divisions right now. So they both really need a win here. Um, and I think that, I think Toledo is going to get that. I think Toledo is going to win by 10 at Buffalo. It's going to be tough, um, but I think they're going to overcome it. And I think they're going to be Buffalo on a late pick six. I love that uh, UT is home to Bowling Green again this year on a Tuesday again. Yeah. It's lovely, but yeah, might go. Yeah, you'll have to let me know. I would go. The I, mean, uh, I haven't been there you, in years. I don't know if you've. So I've been watching some of their games, um, and like last, they're week, fun to watch. Last week against Kent State, there was. I mean, the stadium was half full. Like it, it was rough, man. So I don't know why no one's going to games, but on a Tuesday night, no one's going to be there. So. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Daquan Finn, our quarterback, had uh, six touchdowns, six tutties, and he had a rushing, and he had a rushing touchdown, had a rushing touchdown too. Yeah, he's he's nuts, man. They had uh, they had three guys over sixty eight yards. So we had Micah Kelly had ten carries, sixty eight yards. Penny Boone had twenty for eighty four, and then the quarterback Daquan Finn had fourteen for eighty seven with a tutty. And as I realized too, they dropped fifty two in two straight games. Now that I'm looking at it. Yep. So let's go for three. Let's go for three. So yeah, yeah. hope they win uh, sixty-nine to you know thirty. <laughs> I'll take another fifty-two to thirty-one. That'd be great. Yeah, and then we're gonna hopefully go uh, watch them on November fifteenth. Stomp on Bowling Green. We'll invite Dub too while we're at it. Oh yeah, I'll buy his ticket for him. Yeah, we're telling him he's coming. And Cody, we're gonna say, hey, you're calling in sick tonight. The uh, and then get tell Parrot, hey, uh, if you're working still, um, you can come to the game. I told him he's got to go to because we're going to go see um, Steel Panther on November 30th in Fort Wayne. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'll have the money for that. I'm like, it's twenty seven dollars. You can afford it. He's like, oh, I thought it'd be more than that. I'm like, no, nah, dude, Steel Panther's not like main headliner. They're not Blink-182. Speaking of which, who's going back on tour. Uh, have you seen ticket week. prices for that? Oh, yeah. No, thanks. Nope. 
And uh, speaking of other bands, since, you know, we just like to jump all over the place, uh, Rage Against the Machine canceled the rest of their tour into 2023. Thank God. Went to Cleveland and saw them. You know, had the Detroit tickets, got the refund, went and saw them in Cleveland, saw them. And then we did buy Detroit because we just had so much fun, but we're going to get refunded now. So I'm just grateful that I saw Rage. <laughs> like, grateful. Uh, or, or Andy, uh he, he got the short side of that stick. <laughs> so, oh, I got when I saw that I, I saved the money because I, my, you know, we bought our tickets, they were 300 apiece for Detroit. And I saw, like, hey, we could sit in the club closer to the stage and half the price. So we did that, refunded our tickets, got our money. And then we said, hey, let's go to Detroit. Same seats, same price. So we'll see them twice for the same original price. But again, we're getting it back. Who knows uh, if they go back out? Don't yeah, know. I'm not- so that, that might be it. That might be it. Yeah, which was weird because, you know, I know he fucked up his foot, Zach DeLaRocca, but it's like it would be healed by April. Like, so I'm wondering if it just caused some issues. It wasn't what they thought it would be. And, you know, they're just they're done. Yeah. Um, but I saw him, though. That's kind of my thought. But, yep, that's it always feels good to do that. And you're like, OK, that's good. No matter what happens. Saw him. Done. Boom. Um, and our last game on the docket, we have Notre Dame at home against UNLV. They are a 25-point favorite. Who the hell knows what to do here? Um, but goodness. I, I just put Notre Dame. Um, I got to look at UNLV's schedule real quick, see what their football has gotten blown out in the last two weeks. Well, it's Notre Dame, though. Should have took Stanford just because it's a rivalry. So, yeah, um, I mean Stanford at least has kept stuff close. Um, you know, they the like UNLV beat Utah State, number. New Mexico, North Texas, Idaho State, and they lost to Cal. Yeah, should, definitely should have done a little more looking on Stanford last. If San Jose blew them out. God, I would hope that Notre Dame can beat them by more than twenty-five. Yeah, I mean they should, um, especially with. I mean, if Air Force did too, a big time run attack, I think that's what they should do. They should establish the run here. So I say Notre Dame wins by four touchdowns, which means they'll probably lose. Yep. And D. All right. So just real quick, the update. And who did you, you took Toledo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So updated standings for college. Looking at uh, Bear, 36, 45, and 1. Dub, 28, 53, and 1. Myself, 44, 37, and 1. Cody, 21, 8, and 1. Asterix, because he doesn't pick. Uh, Parrot, 37, 24, and 1. I think he just missed two weeks. That's not bad. Um, Jeremy, 34, 36. So we'll see what happens. Um, I bet you I can go back to Parrot on the weeks he didn't pick and say, hey, here's the games this week. Blah, blah, blah against blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Who do you take? Um, yeah, he'd still go five and five, but, uh, NFL, just a wild week. I mean, just, we all lost just wild shit in the beginning. Uh, commanders beat the bears. Falcons beat the Niners. Falcons are better than we thought. Uh, the Patriots, I should have went with my gut that, uh, Bailey Zappa is the man. And, uh, he, uh, they, they won a game, beat the Browns in Cleveland. The fudgies lost to the jets. Are the jets for real? Killed by the jets. Maybe the Jets are real. I, I talked to I'm not Dan. saying the Jets aren't real, but what I'm saying is Green Bay is not good. Yeah. And I talked to Jersey Dan. He's like, this is what they do to me. Just like the Mets. So he's like, I'll sit here 
appreciate the gangrene, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're going to let me down. And I was like, yeah, dude. I said, now it's interesting because the Patriots are good. Like, they got Bailey in there. And, you know, do they go back to Mac Jones? Probably. But um, I guess there's some riffs going on with him. They said his uh, head's gotten rather big after last year. So we'll see. Yeah. And now Bailey's coming in here looking like a stud. Got his chance. It's like a Tom Brady thing all over again, man. Comes in when it, it mattered. Uh, granted, you know, Mac Jones isn't Drew Bledsoe old, but uh, we'll see. Bailey's looking good. And um, then we had the Colts and Jags. You guys took the Colts. I went with the Jags just on a hunch and didn't they work won, out for me. Uh, they won on a freaking uh, late touchdown, late touchdown throw. Yep. Vikings won, Bengals won. We all had that. Giants for dub over the Raven. Giants surprise five and one. New York football is relevant right now. Combined nine and three. Um, Bucks lost to the Steelers. Great. That was fantastic. The Rams. Did anybody pick that? Nope. Rams beat the Panthers. The Cards lost to the Sea Chickens. And uh, so finally, Dub, who we give shit for every week, his uh, random picks worked out for him at a 10 and four record. Seven and seven for Bear. Six and eight for me and Parrot. Uh, just going back down the list, the Bills beat the Chefs. The Eagles beat the Cowboys, as we all thought. But, you know, the Eagles were dominating. I want to talk about that for a minute. And, and we'll say the Chargers beat the Broncos in another boring game. Oh, but yeah, um, I went to bed at halftime, thank God, too. Yeah. Of that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the Eagles, you know, so, yeah, the Eagles are for real. They're legit. And they knew – you got to give them credit because they knew how to play Parsons. And I give more credit to Jalen Hurts than anybody because he knew how to play Micah Parsons. But then in the second half – they put a spy on him. That changed everything. Micah Parsons was light motherfuckers up in the second half. Yeah. Um, you know, 20 to three, any other Dallas Cowboy team in the past, as I've seen, would have lost 44 to six, given up all that. So it was nice to see him come out, stop the Eagles, go score, um, you know, and, and make it a close game. And that just shows the resilience of that team. I mean, the defense, though they gave up 26, were put in bad spots all night. I mean, yep. Cooper Rush had a Cooper Rush game, which we've been expecting. I mean, everyone knew it was going to happen at some point. It doesn't matter. And he the was, Eagles have a good D. We got to give do. them that, too. They have a good D. The Eagles, the Eagles are a good team, no, no doubt about it. Um, I, I think they're the second-best team in the NFL behind the Bills. I really do. Even Agreed. though – record I, I still think the bills are a better team and that's not me being a hater that's just that was the bills the bills should still be undefeated and they should they could run the table but they yeah. um they just had a bad game they beat themselves in the game they lost the bills have the best quarterback in the nfl um he's hands down and he's better than everybody else but the eagles are a really good overall team um and they're going to be there to mess with and again we'll see them on christmas eve I'm, I'm excited about it i hope Dak's healthy and they can play him in dallas um, because the Cowboys defense shut them down in the second half. They only gave up six points um, and, you know, one touchdown and they stopped a two point conversion. And Dallas could have covered if they would have made that 59 yarder by Maher, which uh, would have been great, but that's okay. Cause I did have them plus six and a half, um, <laughs> but they look good. And or I should say they looked good for the loss. So the fact that they went four and two, with Cooper Rush after Dak got hurt, I figured they'd be two and four, three and three. So the exactly fact what I thought. And now they get to go play Detroit this week, Chicago next week, and then a bye week. I think is, I think is great. I mean, they can come out of this thing six and two going into the bye. And then you turn right back around and go at Green Bay at Minnesota, and Green Bay has not been playing well. And Minnesota, Minnesota could be tough. Minnesota's Minnesota. I mean, shut down Justin Jefferson. 
And wait a minute, is it in prime time? <laughs> I don't know actually. Because uh, if it's in prime time, we that should be a win for us. Yeah, four four twenty five game. Yeah, fuckers. Yeah, four twenty five game. Yeah, the next two are one o'clock by week, and then they play two four twenty fives in a row. Oh, we get the Colts on a uh, what is that a Sunday night? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you get – and that's the thing is that they got a – Wow, our Thanksgiving game is the Giants, huh? Yeah, and it's going to be really good. And you have yeah. a schedule coming up, um, you know, like you said, you go Lions, Bears, which, again, should be two wins, get you to six and two. The Packers, again, it's still Green Bay. They still struggle playing there, but easily – Well, all I see here, being honest, is potentially two more losses. You lose – You they could lose to the Eagles – I don't think they lose to the Giants or anybody else. I could see the Vikings beating them in Minnesota. That's it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then you get the Colts and Texans at home. You go to Jacksonville. You get the Eagles at home, big game. And then you get the Titans and Washington to end it. So, you're right. 13-4. and four. Two to three losses left on that schedule. Um, yep. But, hey, that's, that's why we play the game. You never know. Um, they, they should make the playoffs. Um they should, but I mean, shit. I mean, the, the fucking Giants, man. I, I just can't believe. I really, it's got to be Brian Dabble. You know, I mean, he's just a good coach and um, he's showing that. And they're, they're resilient. And Danny Dimes is, is looking like he should have looked. We've been shitting on it. We shit on him at the beginning of the year, but he's looking a lot better. They're doing what they're doing, what they should be doing with Saquon and running him and running screens. Now, the problem is the last two weeks, he's got – Saquon's got hurt. For a little bit. That's a concern for them because once he gets hurt, they're done. Their season's over. It is done. That is what their offense runs through. It's Barkley. Their wide receivers are trash. Daniel Jones is okay. He's not that good. Their defense holds them a little bit, a little bit, but they couldn't hold Cooper Rush. So, in New York, mind you, in New York. So, yeah, it'll be – it's going to be a uh, it's going to be interesting for the Giants, um, but they have another winnable game this week. So, so uh, should be interesting. The updated standings on NFL Bear fifth Bear and Dub fifty one forty one and one. Myself fifty two forty and one. A game ahead eighteen and fifteen for Cody thirty four twenty seven one for the Parrot and nineteen twelve and one for Jeremy. So going into this week, Bear in the podcast is fifty six and thirty six. Really. In first place, tied with Run CMC. Huh? Isn't that amazing? So, so the ones we disagree on, we went the right way. Yes, we are if, very good. If at we're four games ahead of our leader, that's good. Well, and um, yeah, we'll have to do coin flips since we have nobody this week to. Uh, Here, we'll just ask them Saints or Cards, to be so they person. can at least give us that. Yeah. The, uh, but yeah, go, go. We're putting them in. It's me and you. Screw the rest of them. I'll change me too. Um, and I'm going with the cards anyways. So good, good start. Going with the cards anyways. Um, they have to win. They have to. <laughs> um, and, and so do the Saints. I mean, they're both in must wins. But if Jameis comes back this week, I think actually gives the Cardinals a better shot to win than if he's not. I think they've been running better with Dalton and um, Taysom Hill at the helm than they have with Jameis. So, yeah, um, I think the Cardinals are going to squeak one out. And D-Hop coming back this week. You got DeAndre Hopkins back. So, it could help them out. But Marquise Brown is out. So, Hollywood's out. Hopkins is back. We'll see if that changes anything. Um, Game number two, we have the Falcons at the Bengals. You're going Bengals? I'm going Bengals. 
Perfect. I think this is where they take. Uh, I think this is where they take over their division. Let's hope. Lions at Cowboys. Now Here. that even though seems kind of slam dunky, um, I think that it's going to be a tough game. You know, that could be rusty. He is going to. I'm pretty sure he's going to play. That's what they keep saying, but could be rusty. Um, and you know, the Lions coming off of a bye, they're going to be scrappy. But I think Dallas's defense is going to be a little bit too much. Parsons is going to disrupt golf too much. Now, if DeAndre Swift does play, that could be a big deal because the Cowboys run defense is a little bit rough right now. But I, I think that their defense is going to be a little bit too much, and Dallas should win this game. It's going to be closer than we want. It, it is. It really is. But I think the Cowboys win this game. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you. He's going to be rusty. And, uh, whoo, Yankees turned a double play. Thank God. Bases were loaded. Tucker was up, batting 430 with the bases loaded. Oh, they got yeah, lucky dude. there. Dude's a monster. Um, but yeah, the boys, Dak comes back and, you know, he's going to be a little rusty. That's with Schmidt too. He is a terrible reliever. Good for him. Yeah. And, but yeah, the Cowboys, Dak's going to be a little rusty, but they just, if they stick with the running like they have been and uh, just open it back up, that's what's key. And keep using, keep using Greens. Pollard, keep using Pollard and Zeke, man. They're both good. And now. You know what they need to use? They need to use goddamn Turpin. Instead of Lamb on these end of rounds, if they're going to do little quick runs, if Lamb's getting eight, Turpin's going to get 16. Yeah, and and look, you've seen what Cooper Rush can do with Noah Brown. Use Noah Brown, ex-Buckeye, and I'm not being a homer about my Buckeyes, but that dude can play. Yeah, and he won't because Dak's back. I mean, Rush had the – he had the repertoire with him, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So. Yep, we'll see. Um, game of the week, Colts at Titans. <sighs> <laughs> By the way, uh, picked up Maddie Ice this week because I'm I'm not gonna get a thirty spot with uh, my boy. My boy, uh, he's he's out this week because it's a bye week. Josh Allen, my one week without him, so I got to hope to. I'm, I think I'm playing cousin Cody this week. So yeah, I went through. There was there was slim pickings. Slim Pickens there. Matty Ice had a good game last week, so I'm hoping that carries over. I'm hoping they're either playing from behind is really what I'm hoping for so that he has to throw. I, they're going to still run the ball. Of like course. last game where he threw 56 times. Yeah. Even though they're running back, he had, what, 28, their third string? Who, by the way, I played in DraftKings, who, by the way, helped me propel myself to second place. Finally. Finally had a good week in fucking DraftKings in NFL yeah. since week one. A lot of, lot of movement um, that changes. It's been a really close league, and Kenny had a few big weeks, and he's faded away the last couple. So, um, and I think Jeremy's the new leader now, actually. Yeah, he's the new leader. I think I went from 16th to, like, 12th or 11th just from the one week. Um, you know, just had a big week, got lucky, and sometimes that's just what happens. And, you know, I, I picked uh, – I picked Dion Dion to be my guy this week, and he was he was on point. I think he had him pulling that up now. He had twenty eight, I believe. Yeah, I took Josh Allen because I had yeah, to play he had like money. ten catches. Yeah, uh, Ken Walker had nineteen. Um, Josh Allen had thirty, so I went with him. Mike Evans had an eight spot. Gabe Davis sixteen, and uh, Brandon Ayuk twenty eight. That was the other thing. I was kind of fucked though because I didn't have enough money for a good defense. So the Jags got me minus one. <laughs> so knew that could happen. But, you know, everybody had me more than 10 except Mike Evans got eight. But, you know, yeah, that's pretty I, solid. I went away from my strategy. I've been playing the last two weeks like an idiot and I shouldn't have, or I would have been right up there with you. So what, what's been yours? 
Uh, I play Josh Allen and insert Bills receiver Diggs or Gabe Davis every week. And I only yeah. played Davis this week because I didn't have the money. I went Gino. I went light because I wanted some depth around me. And I shouldn't have. I should have did the Allen Diggs with Kenneth Walker and then fill in the rest from there. And I would have been just fine, but I didn't. So it yeah, is- that's that's what I did, man. I had little bits of money here and there. I'm like, all right. I was like, ah, oh, Diggs costs a little too much for me to fill out my team here. And I was like, oh, Brandon Ayuk against Atlanta. That's a good, good fill in. So, and he went off. And yeah, then, uh, yeah. and Deion Jackson, I figured not many people were going to take him and they didn't. And he put up 28. All those catches helped. Yeah, it was, I know he was kind of there last week, but he split with Lindsay. That's the only reason why I didn't go there. Cause I was like, well, if he splits, that's going to be it. And they did not split. No. Um, but anyways, back to Colts and Titans. Titans coming off of a bye. I'm going to go with the Titans this week um, at home. I think if the Colts were at home, I'd take them. But two blonde, mediocre teams, so give me the home team. We have next the Packers at the Commandos. Colts for me. Sorry. I, I might have said that earlier. I, I don't think know. think you did. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Um, yeah, Packers at Commanders, even though the Packers are garbage, um, they Wentz is out, which probably is actually worse. So Taylor Heineke should be the starter in Washington, but Washington stinks. So give me, give me Green Bay here in a boar fest. Yeah, give me the fudgies. <laughs> uh, next, you got Tampa at Carolina. Um, yeah, Carolina is oof, oof, man, they're rough, um, very rough. And I think, uh, I think Tampa is going to be pissed off and should blow, should blow out Carolina this week. So we'll go with the yuck in ears. Yeah, 100%. Yucks. Um, Giants at Jags this week. Again, another very winnable game for the Giants. I keep picking against them. Um, I do. But, but I'm going to keep picking against them. They got to lose eventually. And the Jaguars are up and down and up and down and up and down. So I'm going to go with the Jags. Same. Yeah. Jags, man, they were down last week, took them last week, bad pick last week. Uh, but again, and they lost on a throw. So this week they're at home. They're going to beat the uh, Giants. Yep. I think so. I think Lawrence and ETN are going to have a good game together. Yeah. Giants, Giants run defense, worst in the NFL. ETN and, and I agree with Robinson. you. Robinson, yeah. ETN going off. And Lawrence and Lawrence. Uh, so we have Browns at Ravens. I'm done picking the Browns. They stink. Stink. Hot garbage. Give me the uh, Ravens, who haven't played much better, but still give me the Ravens. Well, they get out to Leeds, and their defense blows it. Um, mm-hmm. They they easily could be the Ravens could be six and zero, but they've blown three leads. Um, they shouldn't have lost to the Giants. They shouldn't have lost to the Bills, and they definitely shouldn't have lost to Miami. But they blew every lead, so that's what happens. Wait, they play the Bills? Ravens? Yeah, thought they did. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yes, they did. Okay. Um, we have Jets at Broncos, and I don't know if Russell Wilson's playing this week. He hurt his hamstring. I'm going to assume he's not, which may actually make the Broncos better because he stinks. Um, so I'm going to go with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets this week. To yep. too. J-E-T-S, man, they, uh, the Broncos are hot garbage. They should have spent that $250 million on their kicker and punter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they should have because woof, they're not good. Um, we have next Texans at Raiders. Raiders coming up, uh, both teams coming off of a bye. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Texans lost last week. Um, Raiders coming off of a bye, excuse me. 
Oh, wait, no, they did. They were both on a bye. Sorry. Um, but give me the Raiders. Man. They have to win this game. They are much better than one in four. They really are. And they almost beat the Chiefs last week or two weeks ago. So give me um, give me the Raiders this week. Raiders. And then we have the Seahawks at the Chargers this week. I think the Geno Magic's going to run out a little bit this week. Um, I think the Chargers are going to win this one. Herbert didn't throw a touchdown last week. He only has now two games in his entire career where he hasn't thrown a touchdown. I think he's going to make up for that and throw four against the Seahawks. Not good defense this week. Give me the Chargers. Going the same. Chargers. Uh, we got Chiefs at Niners this week. Interesting game. Very interesting. I don't know what to think of this game. I think that the Chiefs are the better team. But I don't know how to feel about the Niners who have looked good and then lose to Atlanta. Um, I gotta go. I guess I gotta go Chiefs here. Can't pick against Mahomes. Like it? Is that where you're? The Chefs. Sunday night game. We have the Steelers at the Dolphins. Tua it will be back this week. He will be the starter this week. And with that, I'm going to go with Miami. I think that's going to re-spark their offense. And, um, you know, the Steelers just had a pretty big win, but now they're due for a loss. I think it's going to be – I don't know what – it's going to be a weird, wild Sunday night game, I have a feeling. High scoring. Just got a gut feeling about it. And then the Monday night game, where I'll probably go to bed again at halftime, uh, Bears at Patriots. Yeesh. Go Patriots this week. Yeah. Give me the Pats. As well. So I we only have one difference this week. Titans and Colts. <laughs> That's it. This week, I'll take the uh, total points for Bears and Patriots. I'm going to go with um, 20. thought you were going to say negative four. <laughs> Patriots win 13-7. Yeah, no shit. It's going to be boring as hell. So that's our uh, that's our picks for the week. Just um, not uh, not a ton going on outside of that not a ton going on in wwe outside of we'll be at smackdown in two days or tomorrow night when you're listening to this we will be at it smackdown um you know not a ton of i would say a ton of star power over on smackdown roman reigns and the bloodline are there logan paul is going to be there so my kid will be happy because he watches youtube and uh so he'll see him he's upset he won't see aj styles i know that but that'll be fine he'll still have a good time we'll have a great time this weekend Yep. Um, and then big, uh, big UFC pay-per-view this weekend. Oh, yeah. UFC 280, um, Oliveira and Makachev for the title, lightweight title as the headline. And then you got the bantamweight title, Aldermaine Sterling against TJ Dillashaw. Um, you got Peter Yan in a bantamweight bout against Sean O'Malley. You have uh, Benil Darouche against uh, Matt Matsui Gamrat. Which will be a really good match, by the way. I probably butchered both those names, so sorry. Um, and the first card on the main, the main will be uh, Caitlin Chukagian, Chukagian, oof, and uh, Manin Fierro. So, so, so let's let's run through that. Who you got? Who you got in that one? Um, give me. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the American there. I'm gonna go with Chukagian. Chukagian. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the old Frenchie. Whoa, 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 can't be saying that. Um, uh, give me a Gamrot. Yeah, it's definitely. It should be a good fight, though. Yeah, give me Gamrot as well. I'm going to get a little wild here. I'm going to go O'Malley over Peter Yan. 
Yeah, Peter Jan, heavy favorite, heaviest favorite on this card, but I'm also going O'Malley. I think there's going to be a lot on that. Um, last O'Malley fight was a DQ, I think. Um, mm-hmm. No contest, however you want to call it. Jan has been talking a lot of shit about how he doesn't deserve to have this fight. So I could see uh, all I picture is O'Malley coming out, just kneeing him in the face and knocking him out immediately. It's like, I just see it, see it happening. Hope you're right. Um, I'm going to go Sterling over Dillashaw. I'm not a TJ Dillashaw fan, so I hope he loses. 100%. I am not a Dillashaw fan either, so give me all Jermaine Sterling. And um, I'm going to go Oliveira, man. Um, you got to remember that he missed bullshit weight, and he is the underdog in a title fight, which he probably shouldn't be. Everyone thinks of this. Makachev is the next great thing. Everyone forgets that Charles Oliveira is literally the best submission specialist in the UFC. He knows how to defend. That's what Makachev can do, is submit. It's not a good, I don't think this is a good matchup for Makachev, and I think Oliveira is going to win his title back. He's got a lot to prove here, and I think he's going to win his title back. Yeah. Give me me Oliveira. Yeah, Oliveira is, is tough, and he's proven it, and he's got a big reach on Makachev. And Oliveira, uh, Makachev's only lost one fight. That's just kind of the only thing that's going there. But, you know, Oliveira hasn't lost since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat Gaethje, rear naked choke, Poirier, rear naked choke, Chandler, TKO, Ferguson, unanimous, Kevin Lee, guillotine choke, Gordon, punches, Lance, punches, uh, Tamir, anaconda choke, Jim Miller, rear naked choke. Like just the guy kind of knows what he's doing, man. But mm-hmm. ah, that's going to be, that's a tough, that is a tough matchup, man. Makachev, when's, when did he lose his fight? His was, God, he hasn't lost in seven years. I was about to say it was early. And how did he lose? Oh, just a one TKO punch. He got knocked out. Um, yeah, and he he's same thing. TKO punches, submission Kimura, rear naked choke, arm triangle, unanimous decision, unanimous decision, arm bar, arm bar, arm bar. <laughs> uh, number one, arm bar. Number eleven, arm bar. <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Who was that? Guriel. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to say, um, yeah, he, he hit it out, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Makachev here. Okay. And then, um, really good, really good undercard. Uh, Bilal Muhammad and Sean Brady is going to be a, a scrap. Give me a really good fight. Really but good. Th- this card's at what, like noon? Um, like eight, I think is when it starts. Is it? Because it's in the United Arab Emirates, so I figured it was earlier. It says the main card starts at 2. It looks like the undercard. So the main event would be at 6 p.m. Yeah. Well, 5, three, 5 p.m. Yeah. Probably want to be there. It's okay. I'll be, uh, I'm, uh, said I wasn't going to work any more shows this year, but uh, I'm going against my own uh, plans. I will be in Detroit working uh uh who the hell am i working this weekend um judas priest i had to judas think about priest, it man. 
Nice. Yeah, I was like Judas Priest and Queen's who, by the way, is the first show that I ever worked by myself. Was nice. Queen's Yeah, did it by myself. So, um, just a few things going on uh, for other things, uh, just with wrestling. So, uh, Ronda, which I, I thought this was good. So I, I just saw it on Pro, Pro Wrestling Network, the because uh, I follow them. And they put on their Ronda on her Ronda Rousey on her YouTube channel revealed that the scrap finish to her match with Liv, Liv Morgan, she pitched the finish to be on thumbtacks, but it was turned down because obviously they don't use thumbtacks anymore. Uh, she was Liv Morgan was going to put down thumbtacks and power bomb Ronda onto the thumbtacks. Then as a repeat of the finish before, I would go for the armbar and the thumbtacks, but they start counting in the pin. But then I would have to push up on my one shoulder, like into the thumbtacks to keep the armbar on. And Liv would be biting her hand, trying not to tap, and then pass out face down onto the tacks. I'm like, that would have been solid. That would have been really cool. But, you know, they can't do it. So give it to Rhonda for that one. Um, this whole thing with Soraya, uh, a.k.a. Paige. Uh, I was looking at that, why she went to AEW. So Vince and John Laurinaitis are the ones who decided not to renew her contract. After Vince left, Soraya was offered a new role as general manager under the new WWE regime. A month, they just hit another home run. Uh, a month after her contract wasn't renewed, higher-ups in WWE mentioned to her that if she was ever wanted to get back into the ring and wrestle, they would make that happen. WWE never got her checked to see if she could return to the ring. Soraya herself went through three extensive health checks to get cleared for an in-ring return. WWE had no interest in bringing her back under Vince's WWE and wouldn't sign off on any x-rays to have her examined. Triple H's WWE made efforts to bring Soraya back into the fold as Triple H was shocked that her deal wasn't renewed. Things were said to be positive on both sides with the new WWE and Soraya. The freedom for Soraya to do outside projects without having to give up the cut of pay, among other things, is what ultimately led her to signing with AEW. So, yeah, and, and, you know, looking not just at that, um, you know, we had a few things happen. You know, Gallus and Anderson are back, like we said, and Anderson is supposed to fight for New Japan the same day he's at Crown Jewel. Well, he did a, he cut a uh, promo today, so I'm thinking that Triple H is okay with him in doing New Japan stuff. He cut a promo sitting on his couch saying that Gallus is basically his booker, and they said, well, guess what, New Japan? We're not coming. We're going to come on our own terms because you didn't go through my book or gallows. So they just talk <laughs> shit and said they're not going to be there and they need to go where the bright lights are. And uh, so they're going to be in, in, uh, the, in, where, where are they at for that crown jewel? Um, Jedi, I think. Is it Jedi? I think so. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're over there. What is it? United Arab Emirates. And um, so they're going to be there and that's going to be big. And, having them there and it's funny when you look back because he talked a lot of shit that they on twitter they pulled some of his old tweets we would never return never ever ever they basically got shit on nothing's happening we're not coming back we'll never be there in wwe and we'll never go back to united arab emirates because of what happened before and here they are they're back the oc um or the old Bullet Club, whatever you want to call them, with AJ Styles, Gallus, and Anderson are going to be fighting the Judgment Day. Less Rhea Ripley should be at the ring, of course, uh, at Crown Jewel. So that should be interesting. And speaking of which, on Monday Night Raw, AJ Styles gave uh, Dominic his best match to date. So um, he did. 
of course it is what AJ Styles does. And uh, somebody we will see on Friday that was Ray Mastrio because he did get traded to SmackDown. Um, he asked to be, he wanted to be released and go away, but then, you know, he worked out a deal with Triple H and quote unquote traded to SmackDown. So hopefully in a surprise, we see the judgment day randomly show up. That'd be all right. That'd be cool. Me. Um, we know that Baron Corbin is back. Uh, he came back with JBL. So JBL is there, the mouthpiece, which is uh, quite funny. And um, Dexter Loomis got his shit kicked in on uh, Monday night. Well, he was supposed to fight the Miz. Miz played off an injury, and then Miz, as Dexter's coming to the ring, Miz hit him with a chair, and uh match didn't happen. And then we had uh, Riddle 